Welcome to the Screen Rot Podcast, the podcast where we discuss the weirdest and worst content that's been rotting our screens, <laughs> and indeed our minds. <laughs> I'm here with Jake Farrell. It's fair to say we're stressed, boy. We're stressed, boy, and that's why we're sponsored by Dents, the premier <laughs> service for returning your hair. Now, would you mind passing me that yellow, um, you know what I'm talking about? Nothing that. would give me greater pleasure. I'd like to begin by t- talking about Dents, actually. Yeah, go on. So I've been, I've been hitting the Dents now for about a month. Now, it's very important to say, very important to say... Um, you can't regrow hair. It doesn't really make much of a difference. There are two things that I will say have happened with dents so far. Yes. One is uh, I'm using their styling products and I'm loving it. You're loving it. I really, I honestly, genuinely rate them very highly. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm lo- noticing less hairs coming out my head as I get in and out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I haven't had an erection in six weeks. Which I- <laughs> I think he's a coincidence. No, I'm joking. I, I, I am still getting loads of He has of been saying some very, very combative stuff on social media. We don't know whether that's to do with Dents. Have I? Well, you remember you off- there was a day where you offered to fight. You said that we would have a tag team against three or four other podcasts. Let's get into that. <laughs> so I've been trying to be more active on our socials. I think that's fair to say, yeah. I've been trying to be more active <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. screen right socials. And I think, um, yeah, it's it's just so hard trying to find the right tone. What I will say happened, mm. uh, and I deleted this post, but I so there was one morning and I was hungover, and mm. I, I which is always it's a dangerous position for us all to be in. Yeah, myself, I, Lana, um, <laughs> just the world at large. When you are hungover, there is no depth to which you won't sink in terms of winding people up. I thought what you meant was that when anyone's hungover, it's dangerous. But you mean oh no no you specifically yeah yeah no you specifically. <laughs> the, problem, um, the problem is I I, I know, we spoke about this the other day. I think hangovers at this age come in three stages. Mm. There's the initial just hell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm being sick, I've got a headache, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, I can't keep my eyes open, I need to be in bed really, right. can't function. Yes. The problem is when you break through that, <laughs> I find there's like a giddiness. I find that you find that as well, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost like, you know in Shawshank Redemption where it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's out. That's how I'm out He's of crawled through a river of I've shit, crawled, yeah. Yeah, I've literally crawled through a river of shit, <laughs> mentally, physically and emotionally. And you're about to threaten the off-menu boys <laughs> That's on Instagram. So I was, I was, I was on, I was... Oh man! And look, I'm not great on social media, and and you're you're taking the brunt of it in terms of putting us out there, getting the word out there. Um, you are mainly getting the word out there by issuing kind of uh, Gypsy Roma Traveller style uh, fight challenges to the podcasts of the the world. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, okay. So that that was the kind of angle I was like, because I'm up for this. I'm up for a charity fight. Um, I uh, I'm also up for a fight that we just get paid for us. <laughs> I've actually. He just wants to fight someone. I just want to fight, man. Uh, And and, And he doesn't necessarily want to win either. The thing is, I don't know much about podcasts, really. Despite, could you grab the aria quickly? I'm joking. I went to get (laughs) it every episode. I want an aria. No, uh, Uh. I I don't know that much about podcasts. So Mm. I was, I was like, who shall call out? Call out um, off menu because their dweebs will slap them about. I box their heads off, right? No worries there. Right, they're, yeah. they're in big trouble, and and I tell you, I do Ben the promoter, the the producer of it. Well, so I know Ben, and he's skinny as nothing. I do his dog and all, but <laughs> that's a bit Tyson Fury's dad, isn't it? Yeah, hey, it, it, my people might have seen that clip. I where... do the off menu boys, <laughs> and I do the pr- producer as well. That is dog. The the thing with Tyson Fury's dad, we'll just talk about him. Quickly. <laughs> he he's the, he's kind of who I become when I'm when I'm hungover. Mm. Like, there's no limits. I go with the fucking the length of these intros. <laughs> We specifically said, let's just knock out a quick intro, then yeah, we're ready. Yeah, yeah. No, go on. You become like Tyson Fury's dad. You start he's issuing a loose challenges. Cannon. He's a loose cannon. Yeah, and and this fun. is the thing. The, the the way that the Furies fight, especially Tommy Fury, mm-hmm. the one who's doing the misfits boxing, the freak yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The freak yeah, boxing. Which is what I'm actually I'm angling to do. This is what I want to do. Right. Um, but Tommy, uh, t- Tommy's sort of doing that. So they just, 
you know, with Tyson, it's a little bit more professional because yeah. it's actual boxing. With, with Tommy Fury, it's just freak boxing. So they get his dad involved. Yeah. Problem is, there's no limits to what his dad will do. Yeah. And, and so he'll have his shirt off. You know, <laughs> he'll call him out. I want to fight Mike Tyson. You know, and it's mad. <laughs> And there, there was one. We're just trying to get one. some kids to buy the YouTube. John. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, chill yeah, yeah. Out. We're, we're trying to appeal to twelve-year-olds, <laughs> Gypsy John. Just be careful. He genuinely went to jail for gouging someone's eye out. Once. Yeah. So he he um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and find the clip and I'll take the time to edit this in. There, there was there was a clip once where I, I think they were calling out Jake Paul. Right. You know the, the Pauls Paul tend brothers. to be involved somehow. They're always yeah. involved somehow. I can't keep up with who they're mates with and who they're not. But anyway. Jake Paul had kind of Skyped in or FaceTimed in to this press conference. Right. He, he's like, he's on FaceTime, just just like, uh, he's on he's on like a, a sun lounger somewhere being like, I'll beat you up, Tommy. Right, yeah. Right, right. right. And Tommy's there going, no, you won't. No, you won't. You won't do that. I'll I'll come for you. And, and Tyson's there. And you can see that Tyson's heart isn't in it. You can yeah, see yeah. that Tyson's like, what the fuck? The guy's not even here. He's no like, wonder he's depressed. He's, he's FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Mental health. <laughs> Gypsy John Fury, Gypsy John gets a bit too excited, um, and he, and he's going, "My son's going to do this, my son's going to do that," and you you can tell that the producer's going, "This is good value. This is, yeah, this is what yeah, we yeah. want from Gypsy John. Keep calling him out, Gypsy John." Right. He gets overexcited, and and he sort of leans over his son and goes, "And after he's knocked you out, my son's going to get your missus. He's going to bend her over. He's going to do her like a dog." Fuck <laughs> in hell! <laughs> you can see Tommy literally puts. Did he actually say that? Yeah, Tommy puts his head in his hands and goes, "Oh my god!" Tyson has to like turn around to stop oh, himself, piss himself, and no. you can you can just see again. It's it's what we sort of spoke about with Arsenal fan TV. It's like Frankenstein's monsters got up and started biting people's yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't. You yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't uh, get annoyed when the tiger that you've invited round for tea starts yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, chopping yeah, yeah. people's hands off. Exactly. <laughs> How did but, we get onto that? Why is that related but to the episode? Kn- but Knuckles, the XL bully, is usually so friendly. Why did he eat your toddler's leg? We got onto that because, as you were saying, I've been a bit more active on the socials. Yes, yes I've been calling people out. Yes. And I'm going to look down the camera now and I'm going to say this. Um, Bobby Mayer, Red Richardson. <laughs> we want it. Genuinely, we want it. Anytime, any what's place, their, what's anywhere. Their, what's their history podcast called? Uh, I think it's called like A Day in History or something like that. No, it's... I don't know. They've got some... Red Richardson, Bobby Mayer. I don't even think they do the podcast anymore. Do they not? I spoke to Bobby about it the other day. We want it. We're, we're game. Um, I know, obviously, I'm pals with True Geordie. He does a lot of the Misfits stuff. He can mm-hmm. set it all up. Um would you, you know you what what's the amount of money that you're getting the ring for nothing less than five grand <laughs> five grand okay five each as well but okay we'll I, I get five grand as well do i yeah. am i fighting as well yeah oh right who am you, i fighting bobby he's taller isn't he don't you want to fight he's him? well you want to fight red no to be fair I don't. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take red you take bobby i don't we're, want to fight either of we're them, game we're, we're calling them out um anyway and amelia de moldenberg as well <laughs> That's sorry, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, the reason I kept talking about why well, I don't really know much about podcasts, I was just calling out anyone. I was just thinking of famous podcasts on there, and I was like, and one of them I wrote, I was like, and we'll, uh, my therapist ghosted me. We'll do you two as well, and I was like, oh no, they're both women, so no, I had to yeah. <laughs> definitely not appropriate. Even the Misfits boys would be like, bit, yeah. bit rich for us. That. We don't fight, Elbrook. <laughs> just look at her. So um, we should also acknowledge we've done dents. We spoke about the fact we want to fight people. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. This Coming isn't a Christmas, Christmas episode, but no. this is Christmas time. I just want to ask you. Yeah. Thoughts on Christmas, first of all? I love Christmas. Favourite holiday of the year. I love it. I will say this. My um, my father-in-law, who I get on very well with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, just, just trying to think if I'm going to get dumped for that. I, uh, he hates Christmas. No. Doesn't like it. Why? The whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the okay, reason. Okay, right, fair enough. Do you know that? That's a quote from the Grinch. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> 
I love Christmas, man. And this this build up period to Christmas, mm. this kind of like mid December, the good stuff. Oh, mate. I would say I'm pissed every night, hungover every morning, and my face swells to the point that I'm borderline unrecognisable <laughs> during this time. I have a thing. I, mate, I honestly, I live like Henry VIII in this time of year. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, cheese boards after every meal. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I, I could yeah. be having a, a, a quick ready meal before getting out the door and going to work, <laughs> and I still have a cheese board still afterwards. Still having a bit of Rockford afterwards. Uh, and I, I drink brandy every single evening. Yeah, that'll get and, you. And that red wine. You. I love it, man. This is this is the good stuff for me. The, I, I think when you actually get too close to the actual day itself, there's a tinge of melancholy because you start realising it's not as exciting as when you were a kid. Mm. You don't really believe Santa's coming. And you're before, not getting a pair of roller you, skates. Yeah, you're spending too much money. Yeah, there's yeah. a load of shit you need to be I'll in. spend time with your family. More mother-in-law's coming. But yeah, this this bit's the good stuff. So Rotters, we hope you're enjoying it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And if, if it can be... It, Genuinely, it can be a tough time of year for people as well, so um, be careful. <laughs> it can, it can. It's, 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 oh, you're being serious? No, I am. I, I am thought there was going to be no, like no, it is, it is a, a John Fury impression after that. No, no, it's, it's just, you might find yourself calling out other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> just be careful. You might you. find yourself on a Tuesday morning feeling giddy, uh, saying to the off-menu boys that you <laughs> want a charity box thing. slap up, eh, Castor? <laughs> so um, this week we're talking about, and, and it's, you know, this time of year it's very food heavy. We are talking about a food link, content well creator this week. Very <laughs> decadent. <laughs> This guy, so I, I think this is a guy I've brought to you. Yes. And this is a guy who, you know, again, I'll be sat there half stoned on a Tuesday night and this mm-hmm. guy will pop up and I'll go, why do I want a Domino's now? Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this guy, he he does food content creation in the way that many, many people do. It's kind of a review thing. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like, let's go see how it is. He's done a thing that a lot of people do where they kind of speed up the footage. Uh-huh. And I think, I, I can't tell if this is his personality or whether he genuinely just behaves like he's on cocaine for his video. <laughs> but he's so aggressive, yes. so quick. So, no, no, no. But also, what I quite like is um, he's added a, a kind of a gimmick to the way he reviews things. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like, you know, like when you whack that thing at the fair to try and hit the high score. <laughs> yeah, it's like The that. high score jackpot for him is one of the strangest things I've ever seen someone do. Let's uh, let's hold that. We, we want we'll to... Wanna... And, and while you're thinking of that, we need one of them. I know we've got a catchphrase. We've got to get on this. We need a uh, a script. And don't you don't have to answer now, all right? By the end of the episode, we need to come up with something that's our gimmick when we're doing something killer. That's what we need, all right? Okay. And it's not calling out Grace Campbell to have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get but into today's episode. No, can have it. Hell. <laughs> uh, let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about John the Food Dog. Get on this. With pleasure. John the Food Don. John the Food Don. John the Food Don um, is a, a unique food reviewer in the sense that he, he does it as if he's being forced to do it because his children are at gunpoint. <laughs> and he's created the strangest gimmick I've seen him reviewing. Yes. Um, and I love him. I, I, the, the, this is one of the ones, by the way. I, I should, you know, peek behind the curtain for the for the uh, curious audience. When when we sort of came up with this concept, one of the things that we really thought would work is we were like, look, if we, if we sort of do this in a way where the the content creators we're talking about enjoy the way we've spoken about them, <laughs> yeah, right, they'll share our clips. Yeah, that's happened once in twelve episodes so far. 
<laughs> Big John loved it and his boys loved it. Everyone else since then, we've been so cynical and nasty that yeah. uh, they, 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 I mean, we've hidden it from them. One of them... Uh, El Burrito took out a restraining order against us. Well, should we, should we, should we quickly talk about that? Be, we, are, yeah. we are talking about food content We creators. need to set the record straight. And, and the, John, so John, the food donor we're going to talk about today, we talked about two food people before. We talked about El Burrito Monster, who makes mad food. Makes mad, yeah, makes and mad burritos. Mad burritos. And we talked about eating with Todd, who has become this kind of like trendy London pay him to come and eat your kind of Napoli, like Neapolitan pizza and then you'll get sold out for the next three weeks food John Don is a completely different animal to the, those the, two yeah so yeah I, as you say with Todd with eating with Todd again I think there's a lot of people slipping in a bit of money to come and review them 100%. he's the most vanilla man on the planet he's yeah. Mr. Missionary <laughs> and the worst you're going to get is a it was great but it was maybe so a little bit more salt yeah John the Food Don, I think if you own a uh, a fast food takeaway, and, and also he's he's kind of what I like about him, he's a rung below in terms of like the quality. He's not spending thirty quid on cheesy chips. Well, he's doing a, exactly. He's doing a public service to people like us, especially comedians that can be in any part of London on any Saturday night at yeah. eleven o'clock, having not eaten. For John the Food Don. That's you. You need yeah. his direct. You're not going to buy thirty pound cheesy chips and be like, "Oh, what a lush, scrummy sauce that was!" Like no, Ian no. would talk. You're going to the nearest kind of, Grub. yeah, right, Grub. exactly. Cluck. Bit of cluck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so, but, but John, but I think if you own one of those establishments and you see John come in, you, you kind of worry because you're like, "Oh my god." He... Well, he's got integrity, and that. And again, we're we're hoping that uh, this will be a nice one, and that uh, I'm sure we'll find something nasty to say at some point but but like with the others and like with el burrito monster they didn't want to share that no well, well okay so let's get on to that so so what happened the other day again as i mentioned in the intro i've been getting a bit more active on the socials i made a bit of a faux pas in the sense that i shared a video from el burrito monster mm-hmm. i shared something he'd put up i i <laughs> i tagged him in it without meaning to mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't mean to tag him i just wanted to show our followers what he's up to now yes uh, and I, yeah, I sort of, I, well, I, I didn't just imply, I, I categorically said um, he's mentally unwell. Which we now retract? Which, which I retract. Because <laughs> he saw it. <laughs> he saw it. Uh, he responded to me. Yes. Um, he he saw that we'd recorded a whole podcast episode about him. He became very scared. <laughs> well, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he listened to the episodes mm-hmm. whilst doing some food prep. Right. Um, and he, to be fair, he, he sort of took some of the things we said on board. He said, you know, yep, the, the SponCon was a bit corny. It wasn't my best work, but, you know, I, I had to get that bag. And <laughs> respect to you, Ollie. You know, there's a reason I'm using fucking dance. Um, <laughs> he, the, the, funny, the really funny thing I think that he said was he, he, he didn't just listen to his one. God bless him. He listened to a couple of episodes. Mm. He listened to the one with Eating with Todd, the other food content creator. Who it turns out is a very good friend. <laughs> a good mate of his and he said he was like oh wow now that i've listened to the one we've eaten we've told you actually went quite easy on me didn't you and i mean look man let's 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 talk about this i've, I've been i've been messaging you a lot this week i've been rattling your cage quite a bit oh yeah i'm uh, in terms of rattling my cage i'm i'm lying on the bottom of the cage i'm dead <laughs> all my feathers have fallen out but when you saw that i tagged El Burrito monster you were like for fuck's sake the thing is, it's like... It's, uh, I didn't mean... To, uh, genu- it was a genuine accident. It was a genuine, genuine mistake. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't lose my job. <laughs> That's who we should be doing for the Christmas Can episode. Can you imagine how quickly my marriage would end if I get a knock on the door? Hello, are you Mr. Farrell? Uh, yeah, they, I am, yeah. Uh, my name's uh, PC Smith. I'm here on behalf of the Southwark Constabulary. Uh, we're here to give you a restraining order against the, <laughs> the well-known Instagram account of El Burrito Monster. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're not allowed to contact him or comment on any of his videos within the next two to three years. I know, I know it wound you up, but the, the I, th- I think the internet is the Wild West nowadays. Mm. You know? Uh, yeah. And, and I, I think he took it on the chin. I think he was all right about it. I was very surprised about how magnanimous he was about the whole thing. Yeah, and he followed us. He was our 50th follower was on he? Instagram. Yeah. So well, there you, go. there you go. So this week we're talking John the Food Don, who again, as I say, he does the food content stuff. He does it in a review fashion. Yes. But there's there's two things. First of all, <laughs> but there's a few things. He's very aggressive in the way that he speaks and the way he reviews, and, and I really like that. He he, if he doesn't like something, he'll say it. Mm. The second thing is that he has a kind of format. He goes, I went in, I spoke to the guy. He talks about the server. Yeah. Sometimes in this in this episode, in this one we're going to watch, he speaks about them in a very nice way. Yeah, in, in it can, others, it can become quite personal. Yeah, in others he's a bit weird. He sort of talks about their dress sense. He even gives them weird names based on the the cuisine he's eating that isn't quite correct. You know, yeah, if he's exactly. at a pizza place, he'll go, "I spoke to Giuseppe." I don't think his name is Giuseppe. <laughs> um, he he then does a thing where he rates the cleanliness. He's very hot on cleanliness. Yeah, should we? Should because so he rates the cleanliness. Then he does his little. Then he does his gimmick. Should we watch we'll the first one? Let's and watch then the first we one. Can, uh, you yeah. can, people can get a feel for what food what Don, Don John's like. John, Don the food John, John the food Don does. Krispy Kreme burger, vacation worthy. I went and paid these kitchen on Holloway Road a visit. I ran Maybe. into the champion himself, and I also ran into Mr. MC. It was so nice to see a five star hygiene rate. It's nice to see a five star. It's kind of like my mum. My mum would feel like that. Fresh, vibrant, and comfortable. Has finally landed. I scanned the menu and knew what I was getting. I placed my order with the champion. He's out of breath. He's doing it so fast. Not an issue. I got the sharp stack burger meal, which came with wings, chips, and a drink. Bosh. Oreo milkcake, milkcake. It's on the street if you're listening. So he has to vacate on the pavement. And he gets on his knees and eats the food outside. That's his thing. If it's good enough, he vacates and eats outside. He's just running around. He's basically crying. He's onto the wings now. They were doused in that house Somali sauce that was Somali sauce? Even though they were sauced up to the match, blood, the alcohol remained crispy and crunchy. The chips crunchy on the outside, fluffy on the outside. For those listening, the aesthetic of this is like, he's on. He's moving at a million miles an hour. Throwing food in his face. He's vacated again. He's vacated again because he liked the Oreo milkcake. He's using his hands to just throw it in his face now. It's like Bugs him alone. If you like my content, save this video. Tell me where to go next. I'm giving these men a solid 9.5. Now, wow. There's obviously a lot to unpack there. For, for yeah, people listening, start I'm, with that? For, for people listening, I'm sorry that we didn't manage to narrate it as well as we'd like to because he's moving at a million miles per hour. He's literally shouting down the camera. <laughs> yes. It's genuinely hard to keep up. He goes in the restaurant. He orders um, the Krispy Kreme burger. Yes. It's a. <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> I don't want to judge anyone for what they eat because God mm. knows what I put inside yeah, yeah, myself. Yeah. It's a a a Krispy Kreme donut with mm-hmm. a beef burger and a chicken burger in it. And it ticked the boxes for him so much that he did his thing, which is to vacate and eat on the street. And if, if you listen to it, he says it was like crack. Mm. I, I find the, the, the equation of food with drugs on Instagram a lot, right? Kind of crack sauce. Crack, like it was like crack. It's just like a lot of. It's a very strange. It's always thing. crack. They always say crack. Um, now I'm going to do the first one of the episode and look to the ceiling and think, do I want to talk about this? Oh, okay. that's our thing. He's vac- His thing is vacating, getting on his hands and knees to eat a burger. Our thing is you looking to the ceiling to work out whether you want to admit to something or say something that you know I'm going to have to edit out later. You don't need to edit it out. You don't need to edit it okay. out. It's not incriminating. <laughs> 
That's genuinely something I do. There's a defence for every offence. <laughs> <laughs> How come you can help me? No way, you haven't got any money. Um, okay, it's always crack. The, always the, crack. The, the people that will say about <clears throat> drugs, that people say, oh, that food was so good, it was like drugs, they'll always say it's like crack. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Mm. I've done crack. Fucking hell, have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I have. I have. Oh, my God. That's perked him up a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, I have. Oh, my God. I I have. We spent 20 minutes before doing this discussing things that he should or shouldn't say. (laughs) And the answer to all of them was no. And they were a million times tamer than admitting you've done crap. (laughs) But I don't think it's it's... It's not... I don't think I can go to jail for that. I don't think, and it's not upsetting for anyone. You know, I was, I was, uh, I was a bit younger. I was on a night out. Um, okay. It got offered to me. It was, de- it was, it was proper how it should be as well. I was down a back street in Soho. Sure. Late at night. Um, Just doing a bit of crack. Had a had a good old honk on it. Um, and I'll say this: it was really, really good. <laughs> Um, but I didn't we do not do condone it. the taking of No, no, crack. I don't condone it. And I, I said I didn't want to do it again, really. I, I think I was kind of in the wrong situation. Like, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I just did... If, if, they, if your measure of a good burger is if it was like that, I've had better burgers. <laughs> is what I'm saying about that. That's what I'd say about that. Um, yeah, so I, look... That can be our thing. You can actually assess things... We could do a we could do a review channel where you can assess things in relation to crack. Having actually done crack, we could do cheeses. We could do wines. Jacob's crack reviews. Is it better than crack? And if it is, I have to do what he does and run outside. So that's the next thing we should talk about. By the way, so it, it, we, his his gimmick mm. is if he likes something enough, he he sort of goes, "I had to vacate." Mm-hmm. In the whole thing of like, I had to run outside and eat it on the street. Now, yeah. now I should say again, to doxing myself a little bit. This is this is really near where I live. Big D's, D's food kitchen. important. Yeah, D's it's on, kitchen, it's right. on Holloway Road. Um, the road outside is the A1. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 two lanes of traffic on each side. Uh, it's a really busy, horrible road. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's the last place you'd ever want to get on your hands and knees and finish off a burger. Imagine just kind of driving along there one day and you just drive past you. Is that man on all fours eating a burger with a donut in it? <laughs> well, should we talk about the donut? Please. We've got to address the donut. We've got to address the donut. He's eating it in a... We've, and, moved, and, on, we've <laughs> moved on from you having done crack to the more important stuff about the donut being <laughs> in a burger. So he, uh, he, he's got a... It's a Krispy Kreme donut with a burger in it. Are they just going down Tesco's and buying 12 Krispy Kremes a day? Well, I, either that or, they or they've got some kind of wholesale with Krispy Kreme. But it is a Krispy Kreme donut right. with a burger in it. Um, I actually, because we we obviously planned we were going to do this. I put I walked past the other day, peeked oh, you did inside. Did a bit of field research. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I peeked <laughs> inside, and uh, I mean, yeah. It, is it still on the menu? It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the the it is a Krispy Kreme. It is definitely like it's you legit. can see. You can see out the back they got boxes. That's mental. Well, it's mental because it's like how much must they be spending on? Yeah. It's, it's not expensive, by the way. Like the burger itself is like six quid or something like that. Um, so God knows how they're can doing you, that. Well, maybe before this comes out, can we get you down there and actually you could actually get one? I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do give us a share, John. <laughs> no, no, look, I, I'm not. But, 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 but so, okay, so again, 
I'm going to tread. I'm going to tread this line very carefully, and I, and I don't mean this in a weird way with anyone. Um, we spoke on the podcast before about how uh, racial heritage will in, impact on what you'll do, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've suggested on the podcast before that I think um, black people don't like cocaine as much as white people do. Yeah, I mean it's not backed up by any facts or any data. No, or anything, it's, but anecdotal. it's just it's <laughs> anecdotal. Yeah, um, I think people of an Asian or an Islamic heritage prefer sweet things to us, to white people. Right. Um, I think you can kind of see in the way, and this this happens in, in London and it's right. obviously sweet. Um, there are kind of like creams and places like that, sort of dessert shops popping up. And it, it's almost, I think, in that culture kind of replaces what pubs function as right. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean. Beer. I think it's somewhere that, that you know, people of, a, of a, an Asian or Islamic culture will go and just sort of chill of an evening and have like a, an ice cream or a dessert. Yeah, or yeah. Um, but they do have a much sweeter tooth than us. In the, in the way, like, I think white people, the sweetest they will go with their burger bun is brioche. <laughs> okay. And even for me, I mean, you, you might have noticed, actually, my missus has to go out for us to record these. It's not healthy. But she, she's she gone down the shop. Yes. You might have heard her talking about how we're having burgers, burgers for tea. Burgers for tea. She'll get brioche buns and they'll be too sweet for me. Too sweet? I'm 90s, man. I'm, I'm sesame seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideal situation, I'm sesame seed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of soft and flaky, they fall apart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the brioche. Well, no, oh, no, no, oh, no, sorry, the yeah, sesame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. Cheaper, cheaper the better. I, I, like, I like proper old school, like, barbecue. You know what I mean? When you're having a barbecue around a... Bit of American sauce. plastic cheese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. A Krispy Kreme, I couldn't Before eat... Before fucking Jamie Oliver came along and ruined everything. Do you think he's behind brioche? I think he's probably behind brioche. I think that's one of those things. That's like a government conspiracy to me. Big brioche have been in there. <laughs> they've got to big... They've got to Jamie and like... Because no one wanted that. We didn't want that. We don't want brioche buns. You don't want that. Who wants it? I think idiots like Todd want it with their crack sauce or their Chairman Mao salsa <laughs> or whatever. I don't want that. I don't want Jamie Oliver to come. I want good British buns for British people. Now, checking. <laughs> Are you? Because the thing is, here's what I was going to say. I do think people of um, an Asian or a Muslim heritage. But yeah, so you're conflating do, do, two do, points, though. So there's there's one point which is that. In cultures where alcohol is not part of that culture, mm-hmm. the the a dessert shop or a a place to hang out in the evening that's not focused around alcohol. Yeah, that's I see what one you're thing. That's one. Yes. Yeah, so that, the that's other thing about, is you're saying somewhere to go. That's, that's just an yeah. That's like a yeah. cultural but, but thing. But what I'm saying you're is, saying also hereditarily or there's they're, they're, they're culturally, in that culture. Culturally, cuisine. They also they like prefer sweet stuff. sweeter they like things. Sweet stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah, two points. I'm not sure I agree with either of them. If anyone's ever met anyone of <laughs> a different culture, please feel free to write in. No, I, I, I fucking do know people. They, they like sweeter stuff. They do like I'm sweeter stuff. I'm comfortable with the word they. I don't know. Why. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes, yeah, different people culture. from an Asian different culture, cultures. people from, right. from an Islamic culture. Like, sure. You know, let's not beat around the bush. It's, it's a Somali establishment. Yes. And, and they've got proudly the, so by the looks. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Somali yeah. sauce. I like that. Yeah, yeah. They've got the Somali, the house Somali house sauce. Somali sauce. And, and, but yeah, it is served in a Krispy Kreme burger. Now, John, the food don. We kind of mentioned this before recording. Yeah. He uses a lot of slang. Yes. That would imply. Well, his name's Jonathan Crouch, but he says Lengaleng quite a lot. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Far be it from me to police people's language or frankly, to guess people's ethnicity. I just will say that Jonathan Crouch today <laughs> does suggest uh, a certain... John... <laughs> when John the Food Don was christened and his parents said... And, and the, 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 they said, well, what have you named your, your son, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Crouch? And they said, 
Jonathan. Jonathan. I don't think they imagined that one day he'd be John the Food Don who <laughs> says things a leng a leng. And who, who rolls his R's as he does bread in the burger. <laughs> that, you Again, as I said earlier, do give us a share, John. <laughs> No, I no, listen. I fucking love the guy because he he is, and we'll go on to the next video now. Yeah, let's do he that. He is. He's genuinely like he loved Dee's Kitchen. He loved Dee's Kitchen. Yeah, it's got five, five, five star by, food. By rating. the way, Dee's Kitchen they are up against it because anyone who knows Holloway Road knows that they are next door to Crystal Kebabs, which is the best in the area. Okay, best in the fucking area, man. That's so, Jacob's crack review. No, is it better J- than J- crack? No, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is, yeah, but, but it's, I, I think I might have had bad crack. I would <laughs> like some crack as well as the kebab if we can organise no, it. Neither anymore. My stomach can handle either. But um, the the so so basically <clears throat> ne- next door to D's is a place called Crystal Kebab, mm-hmm. known in the area as like the best. The they, there used to be a place called Waterfall Kebab, okay, um, which which was so bad that it shut down. Right. But also, I, I remember queuing for like a fucking I don't know Lumia Falafel or something from from um, from uh, Crystal, the good one. And I remember a guy came in and was like, hi guys, can I get a look at Donna? And they were like, yeah, 10 minute wait, mate. And he was like, oh, 10 minutes, but I'm in a rush. And they genuinely said to him, they're like, don't like it? Go to Waterfall. <laughs> and that's how arrogant they are. Yeah, so the yeah, fact that right. Dee just turned up next <laughs> okay. door and is thriving, yeah. bread in the burger. <laughs> that guy's still waiting for his kebab. Well. But John, John the Food Don, do not think he's just going to stroll into your establishment and dish out a, a 9.5 no like way. with these, man. No he, way. You have to be good. He went to, I think the next one, the next one's Fire Away. Now, I believe so. Fire Away, they've, they've got, um, they, yeah, here we go. They've, they've got uh, branches all over London. You ever been to Fire Away? Uh, I've not, no. Is this the pizza one, yeah? It's the pizza one. Again, this is on Holloway Road as well. I mean, right. he lives near me. Um, they Their whole thing is they could do pizza in 120 seconds. What? It's a, you know that thing of like, we've got a proper oven, it's thin as anything. Right. In and out quick. Have a look at this. John ain't sure. John's not sure. All right. So, okay. 120 seconds. Vacation worthy. In this new series, I'll be looking for the best pizza spots on the high street today. My first stop He's was pointing at his captions. This is North London as well, is it? Yeah. Modern, vibrant, and fresh, plus they had modern, vibrant, and fresh seems to be his thing. He says, Wagwan to Food Bay. That's his mate. Always pays with cash, which again, I like. <laughs> Yeah, we can pause. We can pause. I just want to acknowledge. Um, again, he's very stringent on hygiene. A good old. Yeah, he does like a thing that. where he kind of wipes his hand in a claw-like fashion along to, to the. To propagate his fingertips yeah. on there, see if there's any grease. But then what he drops, which I find so funny, is he, he goes. Um, he goes. There's motherfucking flies everywhere. Again, such. It's not. That's not even like a kind of British slang term that's regularly used. No, that's yank. That's that's the rock, <laughs> motherfucking. I mean Samuel L. Jackson. There's motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking. There's motherfucking flies everywhere. There's motherfucking flies in this motherfucking fire away. Imagine, imagine, imagine me. Like imagine when I made you a cup of coffee this morning. Imagine you'd asked for oat milk and I gave you cow's milk. Imagine you got oh, motherfucking cows. It's the strangest use of language I've ever. Heard. And I know that it's strange because I've been doing this thing. I think you might like this recently uh, with Emma, my wife, um, where I talk like an American teenager, <laughs> but in an English accent. <clears throat> and um, so if something's good or if she's like, oh, should we have like a casserole for dinner on, on Saturday or whatever? I'll be like, oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, freaking hell yeah. 
let me get that casserole. Hell yeah, dude, bro, that's sick. And it's like, it's something so gross about it. Like it's Marge, it's gross even in an American accent, but an English accent being like motherfucking flies in this motherfucking fire away. It's like, How did your wife respond when you gave like she that? She does new like it. <laughs> she watched the rest. Yeah. <laughs> right, so he's, he's still a surprise, £28.50, but he has got about three pizzas on the go. Bread drinks again. We're live. We're live. No. Shows you how good D's was. Fuck, and he sat there saying this is dog shit in front of the owner. <laughs> well, okay, can I, sorry to pause. Um, the... I thought that right. when I first started watching this again, I was quite stoned. And I was watching this. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" He's shouting motherfucking flies. He's he's talking. He's going, "Nah, nah." Oh, it's all voiceover. It, it's a voiceover. Yeah, 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 that's how it gets. But can you, but they can tell that he's not vacating, though. Well, yeah. I mean, if they know John the food don, they're they're watching him, and as he's doing the, we're like, we're like, we're like, they go, play game, play game, play game, nah, nah, and they're like, oh, Giuseppe, no. Giuseppe's gathered around with his wife and three daughters, going, please, we need him to vacate so bad. If he doesn't vacate, we're gonna have to close down by the end. Please, Willie, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, the motherfucking pizza weren't up to it, bro. <laughs> Not leg a leg. <clears throat> The garlic sauce was that cheap Harrison's bullshit. Now he's got some cannolis. Food Bay likes cannolis. Now, again, what he's genuinely discerning there. Do you know mm. what I mean? I've had a fire It's decent pizza. It's, decent, it's not yeah. bad. It's fairly cheap it's as well. It's not that length, but it's pretty no, length. No, <laughs> motherfucking. No, it's, it's decent pizza. But he he he's genuinely discerning. He's like, no, no, the, the, the meaty toppings have just taste of salt. You know, the base was cooked nicely, but the sauce wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then what's really funny is when he talks about the cannoli. Cannolis, yeah. Cannolis. Um, he, he genuinely sounds like he's on Bake Off. Yeah. He's like the pastry's flaky. He's giving out Hollywood handshakes and stuff. But this is this is the thing. Like when you compare him to like we spoke about Todd, mm. we weren't a fan of Todd. No, I think that's fair to say. We and his pro- words probably got back to him as well. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, he's not arse man. I looked at his stories the other day. He's no. fitting out a brand new kitchen it's, unit wherever he lives. Yeah. But um, he uh, he's just positive about everything, yeah. and, I, and I think that's what kind of got my goat. Is that in, it, not just in a food, in an existential sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. like he was kind of gaslighting me into just loving a world that doesn't yeah, deserve yeah, yeah. to be loved. Right. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with John chips. the Food Don, um. Like, like he's discerning, he's and and, and I like that, and, yeah. and it means that when when he's rated, you know, D's Kitchen, which as I said, I've never gone into, but it, as I, well, I, I walked in the other day just to peek at their donuts. But <laughs> excuse me, it adds it actually adds value to when you enjoy, it. and I think that's that's kind of well, I don't want to get too philosophical. I think I think that's something you have to do in life, right? My mate, who I go to the football with, I I, I go and watch football with the same guy every week. What drives me mad about him mm. is he's too positive about everything. <laughs> It, it honestly it kills me. He he like and if I if I if I uh, if I say like oh Havertz was bad today, <laughs> which I say <laughs> if I say Havertz was bad today, he was like I oh, know, dude, but we don't have to worry about that. We're better than we used to be. Things are good, and I'm like, well, 
I'm not denying that. Right. But you have to acknowledge the bad things. And like, if we, if Arsenal lose, right, mm. I'll say afterwards, I'm like, oh, mate, I'm, I'm worried that we're not going to be able to win the title if we keep losing games. Like he was like, we have to just not worry about winning the title. Let's just enjoy it. And I want to say to you, I want to like grab him by the fucking scruff and be like, you're not allowed to enjoy things that are actually good until you acknowledge things that are actually bad. Could Do you know what get, I mean? Could by we that? get John the Food Don to deliver this message to your friend? <laughs> you got a motherfucking acknowledge that Kai Havertz is not Leng Leng. You know how you can like hire a Grinch at Christmas to turn up at your house and just like trash everything. You should be able to hire John the Food Dog yeah. to be able to like grab your mates by the scruff of their neck and deliver quite a philosophical like. You can't enjoy the good things in life, bruv unless you start saying when things are shit when they're shit. You get me? If there's motherfucking flies everywhere, you gotta say there's motherfucking flies everywhere. It's bullshit. Will I? Will I? Um, yeah, can we? Ca- we can get a cameo maybe. Or I mean, it's probably cost more for an in-person appearance, but we could do it. I think but we do, could do, come do together. Know, do you know what I mean by that? About people who don't acknowledge the ills in life, they shouldn't be able to uh, like appreciate the good things I do although I, what I would say is and uh, this might shock you but um, I've had a problem in my life with negative thinking and um, uh, in the course of doing some therapy the one int- idea that I've been introduced to is like the is the positive thing as true as the negative thing but you just choose to believe one or the other. So I remember I had this quite, I think I might have mentioned this before, like an emblematic argument with, with uh, my former girlfriend before my wife. And um, we were camping and it was raining and the tent was leaking. And it was shit. That's objectively shit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, but there was something about it where she was like, well, let's just kind of look on the bright side. Like, we're all here. It's going to be all right. We'll sort it out. And it's like, I'm with you. I'm like, no, it's fucking shit. This is the Kai Havertz of camping. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. But, what did that serve me in that situation to, be, to, to think that? Do you know what I mean? Because it just made me angry and it made me upset and it made me annoyed. And so, like, what does, it, what does it enable me to do? Is it that I am truly seeing the world as it is, which is to say not, it's not a good situation? Like, if your house was burnt down and all your stuff was gone, if you were sitting in the ashes going, oh, it's all right, isn't it? it's not bad, that would be mental. But in those situations where it's not a life or death thing, what does it serve you to be like, this is fucking bollocks? Do you ever have a piss? <laughs> yeah. That you've needed to go for for so long mm-hmm. and the enjoyment of going for the piss mm-hmm. makes you think that was almost worth how uncomfortable it was nearly pissing myself on the bus. Only only every hour and a half, brother. <laughs> that that I see what you mean. Do you see what I mean? Mm. It's it's like it's like the the it's like when you come in from the cold yeah and you're in a nice warm house and you can take okay. your jacket off and sit by a nice radiator. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful sentiment. That it, you almost think to yourself it was worth being cold. So the good times give clar- the bad times give clarity to the good times. Clarity to the good times, exactly that. And and but also it's like <clears throat> I I don't know I I I know what you're saying and, and and I do think you have to sort of say to yourself sometimes does the does it serve me to not enjoy something mm-hmm. like is, yeah. is it better to almost be comfortably numb and just just you know plaster a smile <laughs> on and go yeah. you know Havertz kept the ball okay. <laughs> You know, the tent, the tent was wet, but we're here together and we're having a good time. <laughs> but I, I guess my thing, I, and I, I think I'm kind of guilty of this. And this is something that came up with me in therapy as well. I, I, this is a weird part of my autism. How has John, John the food don got us here? Well, I, 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 I like to apply numbers to everything. Mm. That, that's, that's like how I kind of um, rationalise things. I like to think in terms of numbers all the time. Can I have it? Zero. Well, but like your experience of the camping mm. that day, mm-hmm. um, you were having a kind of three or four out of ten time. Yeah. Because it was wet and you were uncomfortable and you, you, yeah, it wasn't yeah. what you hoped it to be. Mm. But then I think because you'd had that, if the next day was warm and sunny mm-hmm. and you got to do what you wanted to do and you were more comfortable, right. 
you could then have an eight or a nine out of ten day. Whereas it, I, I don't know whether this is true. Maybe, maybe people are capable of doing this, but I, I don't really think you're capable of just having when things are really bad, just calling it a six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can then have a ten. Because, right. because it's like you've just numbed yourself. If, if you, you say on the day that Nan died, well, it's a six out of ten, then it's like, do you ever well, get to a wedding ten? wedding day? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, what, the, the, see, I, I do think that though. There, I, can't I do. Be two, there can't be two out of ten points difference between Nan dying <laughs> and your wedding day. Do you, do you know understand what, I mean? what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's also that thing of like, um, if you're... Uh, if you're numb, mm-hmm. you're numb. Mm. Numb doesn't mean not feeling pain. Right. Numb means not feeling anything. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. So if you numb yourself to things, <clears throat> it doesn't... I, I, I don't know. I guess I guess my theory with it is you're not, it's not possible to, um, to say, I'm not going to feel bad. Bad ever. I think if you're going to say, I'm not going to feel, you're saying, I'm not going to feel. Yeah. And that, that's my frustration with people who don't... Anyway, let's get back to a guy talking about chicken shops. <laughs> That's like the most insightful conversation I've had in about six months. And it has been stimulating. I don't know watching another clip talking about serving us. What is another clip going to do after that? I don't know. After going from numb, when you realise numb is not just not feeling pain. Numb is feeling nothing. Okay. See you next week, Ross. We'll we'll do this one quickly. But but the reason reason I want to talk about this one is to to kind of keep us on topic of like that thing of like, you have to be able to acknowledge the bad to really appreciate the good. You can't what, have a peak without having a trough. What what I want you to do mm-hmm. is, like, this one, you know, without sort of spoiling it, it's a somewhat negative review. Right. But I don't think he looks unhappy. Hmm. All do, right, do you know what I mean? Let's see what, let's see what he's up to. North Cheam. <laughs> having a go at his hat. Everything here looked generic like the name Derek, but the boss man here also need to invest in some new furniture ASAP because this was just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but he's smiling. Yeah. I don't know if the boss man were bunning in the back or the extractor fan weren't working, but it got bare smoky in the shop. Mm. I grabbed their barbecue ribs, three wings, and a ring of burger meal. My entire bill, £12.97. Bargain. The burger. I took my first bite of this and will I, will I, will I, nana. This was a very decent Boss man, chicken burger, fresh. And he's putting it in context. It's good for a boss man shop. Yeah. What do you say? I think he says it's as big as his dick. Should we watch it back? Sorry. Now listen. Gets to the rib. Yeah, he said it's as big as his dick. I thought he said it was as red as my dick. <laughs> These are some of the better boss man ribs I have had in a long while. Next up though were the fucking wings. Stop though with the fucking wings. He spits it out. Spits it out. No wonder it's dirty in there. You're spitting your food all over the place like a camel. You want the truth, but not a spoof. He gives him like a four out of ten and he walks out. I, I, I guess to come back to the sort of philosophical stuff we talk about there, he ain't happy. He walks in, boss oh man's hat has seen better days. Yeah. The place is filthy, needs a deep clean. He's, he's, like my, he's like my mum coming around my student house. This place needs to clean, it's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> he doesn't like, the seats are too low for him to properly sit at the, the, the sort of yeah. counter. I'm going to go with the furniture. Um, he I'm doesn't on, really like the food, but he, you know, he managed to say, yeah, the burger's sort of decent, the ribs are as big as his dick, and he seems to quite like them. Uh, <laughs> Funny the, left turn there, yeah. The, uh, how did he get onto the, the fucking wig? <laughs> 
he spat them out there so bad. He walks out giving it a four out of ten. Uh-huh. But I, I think to come back to the sort of philosophical thing, he's really acknowledged how bad it is. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, this is bad," mm. but he's not unhappy. He's about. Do, the, do you know what I mean? He's about the. He's about the journey, not the destination. Well, I guess I. You know, I live, laugh. Love. I don't know whether it's because he's got Dee's Kitchen in the calendar next. You know what I mean? Whether he's, you know, he's like, tomorrow I'm going to go to Dee's. Well, but, maybe that's the way of looking at it. There's always a Dee's exa- Kitchen around exactly the corner. That, right. Exactly that. And, and I think, again, to come back to the fact, we, you know, this is going out in Advent season, right? We, 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 we're building up to Christmas now. And I, I think the tough thing around Christmas sometimes is to just acknowledge it's bad. And, and to, 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 get, to get a little bit personal, um, last year, 2022, was the worst <clears throat> Christmas of my life. Right. Worst, like comfortably the worst Christmas of my life. Me, me and my girlfriend, she was pregnant at the time. Um, you know, we had like a, two, a two-year-old and we just we just worked ourselves to the bone. We've both been working so much. We, we sort of hadn't made enough time for the relationships mm. and, and the kids. And it was just really, really, really hard. We got to we got to Christmas, went back to her family's house. We hadn't really planned it very well. It was all a bit messy. She she was so like tired mm. that she was my, she was genuinely hospitalised on Boxing Day right. for, for like exhaustion. She right. was really unwell, and you know we, had, we we were having sort of problems with the relationship. Things were really hard. I then had to fly back to to, to fucking England for our mate's wedding, mm. which was on the twenty eighth of December. Yeah, I, I you know flew into Liverpool, had to get a train to Warrington, where one of our friends picked me and my suitcase up. Journey from hell up to up to the Lake District. It, it, like it was the worst Christmas of my life. Right. I wish I'd had a Krispy Kreme burger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be serious. Like I, now, like I think you know, I'm having a good time this year. Yeah. But I, I think at the time, what what I wish I'd done is remembered that this is bad. Things will get better. Right. I don't think what I wish I'd done is gone. <laughs> this is great. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't. I don't wish that I pretended that Havertz was good. I don't wish <laughs> I pretended that the tent was dry. Yeah. I, I, like I, I guess like you know it, it, this is and we we do try and acknowledge this stuff on this podcast. We so, do like, the sort of mental health stuff and all that. Like I don't think having a good outlook on life mm. means pretending that shit things are good. I think you can say it's four out of ten. I think you can say it's filthy and needs a deep clean. I think you can say the wings are bad. You spit, don't spit them on the floor. But you, yeah, <laughs> do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I, I essentially, what I'm trying to say is, if you're having a bad Christmas, say it's a bad Christmas. Say it's shit. Do yeah. something about it if you can. Or threaten to have a fight with James Acaster on Instagram. One <laughs> of the two. For you. But, but ultimately, what I've learned from John the Food Don is there's nothing wrong with acknowledging when things are bad. But do have a smile on your face and be like, yeah, it'd be all right. Go to Dee's Kitchen, though. What a wonderful message. And what a wonderful lesson food don Jonathan Crouch, the Langer man in Britain, has taught us. Thank you, food don John, for everything you've done for us. And we hope you have a lovely rest of the Advent season. Yeah. Enjoy your Christmas. And we'll be back with a Christmas special next week. Bye.